Today on Thriller Podcast, we are talking Joseph Stilts. He just compared Bitcoin to tulip bulbs. Okay. We also got Coin Talk and our tech tip of the day as well. And our main topic, we're discussing Bitcoin and its surpassing of $11,000. Thriller Podcast starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. So our first piece of news that we're discussing today is Joseph Stiltz. He is a successful um, U.S. President's Council of Economic Advisor uh, for the Clinton administration. So he says Bitcoin is successful only because of its potential for circumvention and lack of oversight. Uh, He also says it seems to me it ought to be outlawed. It doesn't serve any socially useful function. He also said, let's move away from paper into the 21st century of a digital economy. It's a bubble that's going to give a lot of people a lot of exciting times as it rides up and then goes down, he says. The value of Bitcoin today is expectations of what Bitcoin is going to be tomorrow. If the government says the reason Bitcoin is being used is to to circumvent, they could close it down at any moment. And he said, then it collapses. So by reading this, I immediately thought, oh, you know, kind of like Neo in the Matrix at the end when he's talking to that old white guy. <laughs> he's like, fuck you, you asshole, blah, blah, blah. That was my first immediate reaction. Um, but after reading it, he has a point. But uh, let me tell you where he's wrong. When he says it's a bubble, that's correct. He's right on that point. It is a bubble. But when he says that it shows no, it has no socially useful function, that he's completely wrong. And I think he's wrong because he looks at it from the government side of things. He's not looking at it from the common person. Um, creating a cryptocurrency and creating a decentralized um, form of currency for the digital age is what Bitcoin is trying to do. What's all these cryptocurrencies are trying to do? So that part he has wrong. Um, another thing that he has he has wrong, of course, is um, calling it tulip bulbs. I don't have the exact quote in here, but uh, if you go to CNNBC, that's where he shows up on. And he goes into detail about calling Bitcoin very similar to tulip bulbs. And a quick history lesson, uh, tulip bulbs was a period in the Dutch Golden Age during which contract prices for some bulbs of the recently introduced and fashionable tulip reached extraordinary high levels and then dramatically collapsed the following year. It is generally considered the first recorded speculative bubble, although some researchers have noted that Kipper, blah, 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 was another bubble. So this happened in the 17th century. This was around the time when, you know, the beautiful flowers like tulips were, were being uh, uh, invented and or whatever they were doing back then. Who fucking cares? Because it has nothing to do with today's modern age. It really doesn't. And I, I can see yeah, you look to the past, but at a certain point, you don't need to look that far. Um, this reminds me exactly of the dot-com boom. And I've said it in our previous podcast. Um, it's very much similar to that. And I'm sticking with it. That's just something that I believe in. I've heard a lot of other people say that. Andreas has uh, compared Bitcoin to that of the dawn of the internet. That's what everybody else is comparing it to. It's very much like that. I do see a crash, but it's not going to be because of the government come shutting it down. If anything, the government's going to embrace a blockchain and they're going to try to push their cryptocurrency down our throats. I'm starting to realize that most of these um, old type of people that were in the financial industry for most of the 1950s on onto the 2000s and early 2010s, 
they really don't understand technology at this point. Um, it's kind of it's kind of frustrating because as a young person, you understand technology very well, and seeing an old person trying to grasp it, it's just kind of hard to watch. I will say though that uh, the more and more that these people come out and try to take down Bitcoin, I think what they're actually do is getting people more aware of how much or how should I put this, how incompetent they are. So I would, if I was them, I would probably not say anything at all. On to lighter news. So it appears that Bitcoin has gotten so mainstream that the very famous show Big Bang Theory is finally covering it this upcoming Thursday on its CBS Take Me to a Different Place and Make Me Laugh Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> made up that last part. So they currently get about 12.6 million viewers uh, every Thursday. Uh, mostly they're, um, I don't know who watches Big Bang Theory. I used to watch it, but I feel like it's it's gotten nowhere. Anyways, you know when something has jumped the shark when it shows up on Big Bang Theory. There's been a lot of quote unquote geeky stuff that was once siloed and for us, and now it's on Big Bang Theory for everybody to know about. Bitcoin is finally one of those things. So this Thursday, there's a show about Bitcoin, and it's going to be funny. Um, it's an okay show. It's not bad. I, I will probably watch it if they don't charge me for it. So that should be fun. Apparently, Leonard loses like a laptop with like 500 Bitcoins or something, and they have to go find it. And with that, let's get into our tech tip of the day. So we have some pretty cool news um, for Thriller Podcast. Yesterday's episode was probably the most downloaded one we have ever created. Um, not sure if it was because of Cardona or if it's because the podcast is just getting bigger or if you guys are finally sharing the links. <laughs> but uh, either way, just thought I'd give you guys the good news that Thriller Podcast is growing and uh, yesterday was a big hit, apparently. Um, and also, because of that, I uh, decided to go ahead and create a Reddit page. So right now you can go to reddit.com slash r slash thriller podcast. And we have our very own subreddit now. I'm going to start posting episodes in there every day. So if you guys want to post some other shows or some other cryptocurrency tips or anything like that, feel free to do it. It's for everybody. It's for the community. And uh, would love to see the feedback from there. So with that, I'm going to give you a tech tip of the day. Today's tech tip of the day is actually Reddit, the Reddit app for iOS and for Android. I've been using it for the past two years. Um, it's fine. It's not great. There was one there was one really great Reddit app. I don't remember the name of it a long time ago. But uh, over the year, since this has been released, um, it's actually gotten really better. Um, there's a nighttime mode, which I like, so I can read it in the dark. And if you go to Thriller Podcasts on there, you can kind of see our logos and all that stuff. Um, I think it's pretty cool, but you guys should totally download the Reddit app on your mobile device. It's free, doesn't cost you any money, and you can keep up with all your Reddit arguments and Reddit conversations on the go. So that is your tech tip of the day. And now let's get into coin talk. Yes, it is definitely time for Coin Talk, and thank you so much for 
coming by today and listening to Thriller Podcast. I really appreciate it. I really do, guys. I know I don't say it that much, but this is my favorite part of my day. Talking coin with you guys. And I hear your tweets. I hear you guys. You guys want to know why I'm so down on Ripple. I hear you guys. Got in a couple of arguments today on uh, <laughs> on, uh, on Reddit. Um, but what I do want to say, though, is Ripple is just one of those coins where it is a centralized currency, it is a centralized coin. Uh, the only use is, is mainly for banks. But what these cronies and old bankers are trying to do with Ripple and XRP is they're trying to hoard it. They're, they have all this coin already pre-populated into the market, and they're trying to funnel it and shove that crap down our throats. It's, um, it's fine, but I do feel like it's going to have some value, I guess, at some point down the road. I just wouldn't invest a lot of money into it. I could be wrong, but then again, I've been studying this stuff for a while now. So take that two cents or take that (laughs) XRP cents, whatever. And if you guys would like to battle me on Reddit, (laughs) feel free to in the Thriller Podcast subreddit. But before we get into any of that other stuff, if if you guys want to send some email to me and um, if you guys want to get in on the show, give me send me an email. I'll read it on the show. I promise you I will car at thrillerpodcast.club. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, let's get into the actual coin segment. It's my favorite part, guys. Why are y'all trying to hold me from it? So, got Bitcoin. It's currently at $10,703. It's fine. So It surpassed 11000 today, and that's going to be our main topic. We're going to dive into that. We also got Ethereum at 463 which is nice. Got Bitcoin Cash at $1,400. Okay. Got Ripple at $0.25, right where I thought you'd be. (laughs) We got Dash at $731. Jesus Christ. Dash, my God. Um, When I looked, when I I was talking about uh, Cardona yesterday, and um, when I see Cardona and the way I look at it, I look at it like very much like Dash. Um, Not saying it's going to get that high, but I do feel like it has that potential to become like Dash. Strictly talking about monetary value of it. Um, Bitcoin gold is at 317. Litecoin is at 92. So Litecoin actually got above $105 and then it climbed back down. So we'll see what happens with Litecoin. I don't, I don't see it staying under $100 at all. I, I'm still bullish that it'll get to $150 by next week. We'll see if I'm wrong or not. I don't think I am though. IOTA's at $1.36. We got Monero at $184. Ethereum Classic is down 28 bucks. It's pretty good. It's probably just stabilizing. I definitely want to get some of that. Get some of that Ethereum classic. We got Cardona at 10 cents. So it got as high as 13, 14 cents yesterday. And then it uh, came down to about 9 cents. I saw it during the day. Now it's at about a stable 10. It's fine. I'm probably going to be getting some more Cardona here pretty soon. I'm looking to hold about 1,000 to 2,000 coins of Cardona um, here fairly soon, hopefully. Um, then we look at NEO, we got it at $34, $34. We got NEM at $0.23, cents. got EOS at $2.94. Stellar Lumens actually came back down to $0.07. Cents. Kind of a bummer. I actually sold it at $0.09 cents yesterday to buy some more Cardona. So feel bad for doing that, but I'm going to buy some Stellar eventually. You know, it's just, uh, it's still too soon for it. I feel like it's going to make some good gains next year. But it's a little too soon. We got time, so we can hold off on that one for for a while. Uh, we got Lisk at seven dollars and forty five cents. Oh wow, it actually went down. 
That's interesting. BitConnect is at $294. Yeah, I'm not sure about BitConnect, what it's going to do. A lot of people are on the cruise right now. There's a cruise going on for all the BitConnect sponsors. The people that have made the most amount of money are getting invited to Santa Clara, California to go on a cruise. And it's all paid for by BitConnect. So if you're a millionaire with BitConnect, (laughs) you're probably on the cruise right now. Um, Yeah, good for you. (laughs) So we got Stratus at $5.53. Got BitShares at $0.14. We got Monocoin at $6.10. We got Bytecoin at one-tenth of a cent. So it dropped back down to one-tenth. Kind of sucks. I'm still mining Bytecoin uh, with Minergate. Um, So far, it's going pretty good. I haven't checked my coinage today, but... I've been averaging about 20 coins a day, so we'll see. We'll see how it's going. I'm running it on three machines constantly. Right now, it's it's winter here in Texas, so we don't run the AC at all. So I'm kind of offsetting that price, I guess, right? That makes sense. Okay, so we got Steam at $1.06. Nice to see Steam doing okay. We got Golem at $0.30. Cents. Okay, that's nice. We got Dogecoin still stable at two-tenths of a cent. So that's good. We got Vertcoin at $5.55, so it's up 5%. That's a steal. I think I said that yesterday, but that's still a steal. Uh, we got Saltcoin at $4. Nice. We got Factum at $22. We got Stratus. No, Status at $0.05. Cents. That's interesting. And then we got uh, Bitcoin Dark at $123. We got Tron at two tenths of a cent. And we have Game Credits. Game coin at a dollar eighty nine, so actually dropped. That's surprising. Um, it seems mostly all these altcoins have dropped today. This is not strange though. Usually during the middle of the week, um, but just before Friday, mostly coins, uh, cryptocurrency in general, just tends to fall and then picks back up Friday evening and then just rides through the weekend into Monday. We see it every week, guys. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too scared about that. Um, there is a lot of FUD going on in the mainstream media right now. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt when it comes to cryptocurrency. They're doing whole segments, whole hour segments, trying to say how Bitcoin is just terrible and all this stuff. We're going to talk about that right now in our main topic. Time for today's main topic. So guys, today I want to discuss all the FUD around Bitcoin. There's a couple things that are taking place right now with Bitcoin, and I want you guys to understand it. Um, we have a lot of people who necessarily come from a different part of the financial industry. And yes, I'm calling Bitcoin and cryptocurrency part of that now. There, There's old money that's coming into Bitcoin right now, and they're not sure if they should be buying or selling Just remember a time when you first got into Bitcoin. Remember that whole beginning where you weren't sure what to do, so you just bought it and then you held it. And then like three days later, you're like, oh, it's up. So you sold it and then it went back down and then you just kept doing that. You weren't sure what to do, but then you wanted to buy like a wallet, but then you didn't want to buy a wallet because you weren't sure what you you were buying. Um, So there's this learning phase happening right now. And Those people who are ambitious and want to go ahead and get above the curve and learn Bitcoin are doing that right now. That's why the that's why the volatility is so high right now and it's so low and it keeps coming up and down from eleven thousand. It's back to ten thousand, down to nine thousand. 
it's because there's tons of people coming into this market. They're buying and selling. Then they're watching CNBC or whatever they're watching. And they're being told that it's all a scam. And then they're selling. So there's a lot going on. So just take that into an account. Another thing I want to mention too is the mainstream. Mainstream media is causing all sorts of FUD right now with Bitcoin. And they're trying to drive the price down. They're afraid of it. And they should be. This is the exact same thing that happened to the music industry, to the movie industry, and every industry that the internet has touched. So with the internet coming into the financial industry, they're scared. They don't know what to do. Everything, they've been, they've basically been making money hand over fist for years. They're scared. And that's why all this FUD is going on. And we can get into even more deeper, but I'm not. I'm going to leave it at that, right? So then you got people like us, people who are part of this cryptocurrency you know, group who understand Bitcoin, who see it coming, who see all the trends, who who watches and listens and learns from all the all the people like Roger Ver, Richard Hart, you know, Box Mining, you know, guys like that, guys who understand cryptocurrency, you know, especially, you know, you know, Andreas and just people like that, people who understand cryptocurrency. Um, so we're always taking in new ideas and new philosophies and learning more about it. Right now, we're not sure if we should be buying or selling or what's going on. There's some old money in Bitcoin. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I when I had a lot of Bitcoin back in the day, I actually sold once it got to $1,000. That's probably the dumbest, foolish thing I ever did. But I held for so long that I thought that was the right time to do it. So I did it. And plus, I needed the money at the time. Anyways, my point is there's people right now who have been holding Bitcoin for a very long time and now they see an opportunity to sell. So they sell at 11,000. And that doesn't mean that they don't believe in the currency or, you know, they're doing anything with it. It just means that it's time for them to recoup some of that profit. And that's perfectly fine. Right now, the fact that Bitcoin is dropping down back to $10,000, that's perfectly fine, guys. If, honestly, I hope it goes down to eight and seven so I can buy some more. This doesn't change a thing. It's still business as usual with Bitcoin. I'm still totally going forward with the idea that Bitcoin will be at $40,000, $50,000 by the end of 2018. I still think that's a conservative idea. When I saw it up to eleven five today, I was just like, holy crap. I think I think I... I think I was wrong. I think it would be at 100000 by the end of 2018. But then I, as I slowly thought about it, I was like, no, this seems where it should be at forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 by the end of 2018. So when I say this, I mean this, and I'm totally trying to calm you guys down. Do not worry about this high volatility for Bitcoin. It's fine. It'll be fine by the weekend. It'll be back to $12,000, and we'll forget that we even had this talk. Now, I want to play something by Andreas to explain why they're shoveling FUD in our faces. And the only reason the banks have now gone to the point of thinking about permissioned ledgers is because they finally reached the stage of bargaining, the third stage in the five stages of grief for the industry they're about to lose. They start with denial. And the basis of denial is, well, this thing isn't going to work. It's going to die any day soon, and it doesn't. And then they say, well, it's just silly money, and it doesn't have any value until it does. And nobody else is going to play with it except that they are. And serious investors won't possibly put money in this except that they did. And it still refuses to die. So we go from denial to bargaining. 
Somewhere in between there might be some anger, there's going to be some depression, and eventually they're going to reach acceptance, but it's going to take a long time. Because if you look at the internet, we're now on maybe 25 years into the internet in terms of really beginning to broaden its use. 25 years in, and there are plenty of companies out there that think that as long as they put their Oracle, EMC, HP, Cisco, Microsoft shit behind a perimeter firewall, all is going to be well. They're still building bubble boys and intranets on the internet. They haven't learned that lesson after 25 years. It's going to take longer in finance. Not only is decentralization, open protocols, open source, collaborative development and living in the wild a feature of bitcoin that's the whole point and if you take a permission ledger and you say well that's all nice we like the database part of it can we have it without the open decentralized peer to peer open source non controlled distributed nature of it well you just threw out the baby with the bathwater yeah, and they just don't understand it. They don't understand this field. Um, I'm not really making a joke there. It's true. Um, there's going to be a lot of good jobs for people like us um, because in the very near future, they're going to need people like us to explain these things to them. Um, if you're an old man right now and you're listening to this podcast and you don't have Bitcoin or any kind of cryptocurrency, you should probably do it for your grandkids and purchase some form. That's all I'm saying. And with that, let's get on to the end of the show. If you guys are interested in more of uh, Thriller Podcasts, find us on Twitter at Thriller Podcasts. You can also find us on our very active Instagram page at Thriller Podcasts. I do post some snaps every once in a while on Snapchat at car-gons. If you want to find us on our website, go to thrillerpodcast.club. And finally, if you want to send us an email, go ahead at car at thrillerpodcast.club and I'll make sure to read it on the show. So special shout out today with our Instagram followers. We got Acefic Crypto, Token Pay on the Grind CTP, on Exchange, BTC Columbia, Crypto Trade It's Really Brad, Anson Mount, Underwriter 128, Progress, Better Than Yesterday's Podcast. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys do. Thank you for following. I very much appreciate it. And if you guys want to hear your name on the show, follow us at Thriller Podcast on Instagram or become part of the Thriller Army and hear your name every day on this podcast. So if you guys would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and become a part of the Thriller Army. A dollar a month subscription will get you free access to all our shows before they become live. We also record different shows throughout the week like movie reviews and TV reviews and post those just for our Patreon subscribers. It's only a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time. If you guys would like to support the show in a different way, check out our show notes. There's a couple links there for you to click on. Any one of those will directly support Thriller Podcasts. Thanks again. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcasts. We are out. This is the end of the show.
You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Cara Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world one Satoshi at a time. <laughs>